Good morning, New York. Good morning, New York City. It's Monday, March 5th, 2018. This is Monday morning with Andrew O'Brien Matina. And I got a special show for you guys today because I got a special guest with me. Gentlemen, Nicholas Compagnoni. You, you had a Bueller come and perform here just so I could be introduced. You're a sweetheart. You really yeah, are. You're a good guy. I sure did. You're you know, I haven't seen you in a while, dude. It's been a, it's been a little while. We gotta. First of all, I think I gotta tell I gotta tell our listeners who you are. So, yeah. Nick is an agent for Douglas Elliman, and we actually met because we started at the same time with the company. It was last year. At uh, the end of last, well, technically, uh, twenty sixteen. I was a lot shorter then. It was a long time ago. <laughs> a lot has changed since then. Nah, dude, you like this? Don't listen to that. This guy's been—he was like six five when he was like thirteen. <laughs> That's right. We met at Reinvent, which is you know, hmm. it's our annual sales retreat. For those of you that don't know, that year we went to Borgata. Last year was at Mohegan Sun. Yeah, but. Uh, we both started, I think I was, that was actually my first day with Douglas Elliman was the day that we got on the bus to go to reinvent. Wow. Did you think that this was every day? Like it's just one big party at Douglas Elliman? Yeah, Elliott? I was like, dude, this is awesome. Cause yeah. I should, I'm, like, we get a charter bus. First of all, like yeah. I think there were more people on that bus than there were at the f- entire <laughs> firm that I worked at before. So like right off the bat, I was like, this is, what? This is crazy. I don't know what charter bus you're talking about. I I I, uh, I found my own ride. I biked there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, bicycle. <laughs> that's right. Uh, ride to reinvent. Yeah, there was this guy yesterday in our office, and he was talking to me about his motorcycle. It's like fourteen hundred cc's, and it was really fast. And I was like, "Yeah, how many gears does your bike have?" And he's like, seven. And I'm like, "Well, mine has twenty four. <laughs> and he's like what kind of bike is that and you're so like a, mine also has a derailleur yeah. and uh yeah, it's got it's got a manual shifter it's uh yeah got a little honking some siren and some clicking pedals that uh-huh. take like three months to figure out they don't take that cry. long but they, they they they're it's a week of learning but it's a hard week yeah i but definitely once you get past that i tried that and definitely uh broke my Hole the first <laughs> like the first first day or so that I tried to do that so back in Texas my uncle's a big cycling guy did you hear about last year our sales manager Molly yeah. so Nick and I worked at the same office when we started out with the company we worked for the Park Slope location mm-hmm. and our sales manager Molly was going to do the ride to reinvent and her husband Gabe a good buddy of mine uh, was like oh I got a bike you can use. And, you know, this thing is like 100 miles or something, right? Like, Gabe just, I guess he doesn't realize there's a difference between, like, a road bike and a mountain bike. Well, he had a mountain bike? So he tells Molly, like, don't worry about getting a bike. I've got a bike. And he, she, <laughs> she like, like, the day before they're supposed to leave, she pulls out, like, Gabe's mountain bike, like, BMX or something out of the garage. Yeah. And they're... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's not where I, I think just, she opted for the 25 mile al- the alternate route. <laughs> so this bike ride was for a great charity. Yeah. God's love we deliver. Absolutely. Where can you donate? You go to glwd.org. There's a cute little button that says donate now and you uh you make a tax deductible contribution making the world a better place one meal at a time. Nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? I uh as I was saying we both started at the exact same time. We were both in the same office. Yeah. I show up to reinvent. First of all, I didn't know anybody because I was brand new. It was literally my first day. I didn't even have business cards to give to anybody. Yeah. So I'm just walking around. I think I gave like, you mine to hand out. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, I'm just meeting everybody for the first time. And I see Molly, our sales manager. She's like, hey, do you, uh, do you know where you're going to sit for dinner? And I'm like, not necessarily. And she says, well, why don't you sit with Nick? I think you guys should meet. He just started with the yeah. company too. Yeah. And so I sit down next to you. We get to talking and then they fire up the talent show. There's like an opera singer. Yeah. And uh, I mean, everyone was good. Yeah, no, right? there was a lot of talent out there. And there were, you know, there were some like pretty elaborate intro videos. Yes, there was. <laughs> yes, there was. And so you could tell that like the contestants were taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. And I think I made a joke like we should we should totally do this next year. And but if we do it, we have to do like the uh the reenactment of that skit on Saturday Night Live when Dave Grohl was a guest and they did um Crisis of Conformity. Did you ever see that yeah, skit? Yeah, yeah, I remember you told me this. Yeah, skit. so Right. So like I was like that'd be hilarious, right? Like we come out and we just do this total punch you in the mouth like punk rock routine right. and kicking over cymbal stands and you know at this like at fancy estate, it's like a black a tie affair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The big thing for me was if we make it to the finals, we get to go to reinvent for yeah. free and yeah. reinvent's like five hundred bucks, you know, which is like. But you get to perform in front of all these this big audience. Yeah, and so you get a lot of exposure and tour, like you know, uh, like almost like a stadium that you're playing in front of. And Thousands of people there from all around the country. But I think the idea that we had, which was it was the reenactment of Back to the Future, you know, the yeah, yeah the Earth Angel, Marty McFly, into Marty McFly and Marvin Barry, Earth Angel, and then boom, uh, uh, Johnny Be Good. You know, we have a lot of people that are a bit more seasoned than us in, yeah. in Douglas Elliman. So I can't start playing Blink One Eighty Two songs because right. they're not going to know what the hell that is. They're going to be like, that's just noise. We got a guy in the office. He's kind of got that like Anderson Cooper premature gray thing going oh, that's on. Nice. It's weird. Like when you see a guy that looks really young in the face, but then just has like white hair. You know. Well, you know, I like I said, it. it, for, it me, I have seven gray hairs. I count them every night to see if there's an eighth <laughs> one coming. You got to like, and I have a little celebration when there's another gray because I think uh, for me it shows that my work is paying off. That's the way I look at it. You know. Dude, there are, I have that many just in my beard alone. So I started growing this. I started growing a beard. It's kind of a new thing for me. To, it's your thing. Yeah. Like, it's never been this long before. You're, you're a Williamsburg broker. Me. So I'm, I'm trying to go for like like Jason Momoa in Game of Thrones, but I think I end up just looking more like Ted Kaczynski or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, Do you uh, wear a lot of black hoodies? <laughs> black hoodies and aviators? That's what you get to. Anyways. So you and a broker. Anyways. Um, we uh, we did the talent show. Yeah. We uh, we did Earth Angel and Johnny Be Good. We, we reenacted did. Back to the Future. That's we had right. I put like gauze around my hand and everything. Yeah, yeah you did really went all out with yeah. it. And then you made jokes. And we, I like I was just happy to make it to the finals, and we ended up getting yeah. third place. 
which I was happy with. I was like, dude, that's great. You're happy with that, right? Because we got paid. Not only did we get to go to reInvent for free, we got paid. Oh, yeah, we did get paid. We got prize money. I, I, you know, I had, a, uh, I had some people over a couple weeks later. And for like this, uh, yeah, that giant this woman's check. birthday, and when she was blowing the candles from the cake, I, I handed her the giant check. <laughs> I already cashed it, but we had she one of those a like with a check. Uh, giant like uh, cardboard checks, like one of like win, three like, feet long. You win a thousand dollars for life type checks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyways, it was great, man. So, uh, what, what do you think? We doing it again this year? Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, doing it again. Are we officially gonna do I it? Just, I know I'm a little dry on ideas right now. Oh, don't worry. You dude. know it's we'll coming up, right? Cards. I have plenty of time. It's coming up in like April. Oh, just no problem. We came yeah. with the last one in like two days. Yeah? Yeah. Who do cares? Have, we just need ideas? to make it to the finals. And we'll get, maybe we can go back to reInvent. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, shout out to Terry Robinson. Shout out to Terry Robinson. For doing this for the company. He's a good, he was a good man. He yeah. is a good man. He's still he was, a good man. He was a good man. He was a good man. Well, I don't know. Ever Up since I left the office, yeah. maybe he became <laughs> a bad guy. Maybe something happened, and he just. But hey, Terry, if you're listening, <laughs> thanks for all that you do. Well, we love Terry. Yeah, we got to uh, tag him on this so we that will. he sees it. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of social media, I was watching your Instagram stories the other day. Uh-huh. Good. You did some funny stories. You are solid on the same <laughs> You're getting better at this. You know that. <laughs> I'm watching you. I'm watching you grow in this. I had a radio show in college, and I got to oh, tell you, right. I was never good at it. I was always just trying to speak so close to the microphone so I can hear myself more. But that's more of a metaphor for my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just not listening. <laughs> just talking. That's about the whole thing. So how'd that work out? You did, I read that in your bio that you did a talk radio in college. Yeah. I had a talk radio in college. I got kicked off it. About no, you three, didn't. Three episodes in. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. College radio, your audience is uh, mom and like four of your buddies. But we had, <laughs> we had like 150 people listening one day. And... Um, we had, look, I, I wanted to be like Howard Stern. So, yeah, it was, so, it was like a to little too raw. A little too raw for Catholic University talk radio. Yeah, and no, you came back right. to New York because you were in D.C. for college, yeah, right? Yeah, I went to school in D.C. I got to tell you, though, D.C.'s great and all, but New York's the best. Yeah. I, I think, I really, truly believe New York's the best place in the world. Like, I couldn't do what I do every single day, running around all day. You know, I, I uh, actually just hit nine years in the city. It's nine years for me. That's very nice. I can't quit you, New York. <laughs> Who? No, I'm saying me. Nine years. You like can't you know, quit it. a lot of people leave. They say uh, a lot of people leave after three. You know, like if yeah. you make it past three, you're doing well compared to a lot really? of people. Really? Yeah, because the city the just brokers. has a way of like chewing you up and spitting you back out. But you know, real estate agents are like that too. Yeah, they say uh, one in ten agents makes it through the first year. I have a lot of friends that ask me, "Hey, your job looks awesome. I think it's easy. Can I do it?" And I just tell him, uh, I just, I just bite my, <laughs> bite my lip. Yes, absolutely. It's the easiest thing in the world. Just do it. Go ahead. Uh, and, and one in 10, same thing. One in 10. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. I, I see it at work. I see it all the time. Somebody comes in, they get set up at a new desk. Two months later, three months later, you can just never see him again. You know, it's sad. It's, tough. it's sad that they leave like that, but you know something? I'm actually kind of glad that we have, we have bad brokers in this business, but we also have some incredible brokers. Yeah. Like, there are people that I, I look up to that I'm like, wow, they're really good at their job. Yeah, and you just joined a uh, team, didn't you? Yeah, I, these are two of the two of the men that I'm talking about where I'm like, wow, these guys are really good. What's the name of the team? Tell us, tell it's our the, listeners the, uh, the name. Like, yeah, tell yeah, us about yeah the it's team. the Tunstra Davis team. So it's okay. a guy named Justin Tunstra, Glenn Davis. These guys are from 
totally outside of New York. They grew up, one of them in California, Wisconsin. I mean, these guys are like straight up came here with like nothing and yeah. not nothing, but they came in here with few resources, fewer than most local people. Yeah. And they did like $170 million in sales last year. Wow. Yeah. They do a lot of new development. They have a, we have, we have some great projects that we just released uh, in Gramercy Park, 200 East 21st Street. And then in the Lower East Side, we have 196 Orchard, which is nice because once you do a showing in the sales gallery, then you can just walk down, walk right on the street and you're on Katz's Deli right there. Nice. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. Didn't you meet Ryan Serhant recently? I saw in your, I did. one of your stories. I showed him one of our listings on One Van yeah. Dam, which is on, uh, on uh, 6th Avenue at Spring Street. And the guy, I know his his social media guy, his publicist, and you can tell every episode he's on his vlog. And uh, I met him, and I was like, hey, I know Joe Loresca. I see you on his video sometimes. And he's like, oh, yeah, Social Joe, he's a nice guy. We shake hands, have a laugh, and walk walk away from each other. A week later, I'm, li- I'm listening to his vlog. I'm looking at his vlog, and he's like, hey, I met a broker. Ryan Serhant tells, tells my friend Joe on the video vlog. He's like, I met a broker. He was, uh, he's, he just looked at me and he's like, Joe Loresca. And I'm just thinking, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. But on the other hand, I'm also a little narcissistic and happy that I got mentioned on his, uh, his yeah, vlog. Yeah, you know, I lost a listing to him to the, the other day, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. I wanted to, I, I was like going to ask the seller for feedback. Like, hey, you know, I like to do this where every time yeah. um, I pitch something. Yeah. Either way, I'm always like, hey, would you mind sharing some feedback? Just, yeah. you know, uh, what went into your decision? Yeah. And I was like, nah, like, what's he going to say? Like, oh, I chose Ryan because I just felt really bad for him. He just seems like he just needs help. Like, he doesn't do enough business in He New said York, that? So. No, I'm just kidding. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy does, like, like he, he's number one in New York City in resales. Yeah. So I do, like, I kind of feel the same thing where I was like, oh, if I lose... At least it was to Ryan Serhan. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna lose, that's you know. So you're uh, so now you're you. It looks like you're pretty well set up. You're on a team. You're in the city doing a lot of Manhattan business now. But you didn't yeah. start off in Manhattan. You mm-hmm. started off in Brooklyn or Queens, right? Yeah, Rockaways. it's like on the line between yeah. Queens, Long Island, and Brooklyn. Rockaway Beach was the town. Yeah. So you that's where you're from, right? Yeah, it's a little beach town, uh, right in like the heart between like. Long Island and South Brooklyn, and uh, I grew up there. I have no idea what's out there. Nobody by the way. knows I, what's yeah. out there except when they go, they don't. They don't leave, so it's got to mean that it's pretty good for something. It's. It's. I mean, it's a beautiful beach. Town, I saw but, some fo- like some photos of uh, like kind of the neighborhood that you grew up in, and I was like, whoa! Yeah. I, didn't, I had no idea that that's what like the Rock or at least Rockaway Beach looked yeah. like. That was looks pretty amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, it's a wonderful town, and the people are amazing. Very resilient. You know. Uh, it's it's nice because it's so much more convenient than like a place like the Hamptons, which is another beach town. A beach town. Yeah. So the turnover rate there is ridiculous. I mean, people don't sell; they live there forever. So when you do get a listing every there, especially up in Bell Harbor, uptown, it's going to be over a million dollars. But you're getting lot sizes, sixty by a hundred, private driveway, a pool in the backyard, and you're facing the beach. I mean, you have paradise. Wow. You know, and you're talking price per square foot points. I mean. Williamsburg, the city, anywhere else, you're looking at at least a thousand dollars a foot. Any right. most places in Brooklyn, sure. There, it's like three, four hundred dollars a foot. No way. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, I mean, here, this building that we're in right now, it's it's uh, minimum twelve hundred dollars a foot. Yeah, up to two thousand. I mean, it's a beautiful building, 
Yeah, but I, I mean, understand. like, I'm in a 700 square foot apartment. <laughs> By the way, I gotta tell, I gotta tell everybody, we, uh, we, I threw a party here. I yeah, threw, yeah. we did the 90s. I had like this. I, I want to throw a 90s party. Yeah. And we, uh, we set up like a full drum set and a couple of guitar <laughs> amps and like a PA in my my 700 square foot apartment. Yeah. And we played like a, we had a ace of bass to. Yeah, we played like one Oasis two, and yeah. Oasis. We played Green Day songs. Yeah. In my apartment. Yeah. And it was like, like straight out of like Can't Hardly Wait. You know, yeah, I wore a backwards hat and a flannel, flannel <laughs> yeah. button down. Was Everybody nice. was dressed in like full 90s gear. I had on the uh, crisscross backwards <laughs> Jabot jeans with the uh, backwards uh, basketball jersey. You had the NBA jam. Yeah, I had NBA jam. I went out and got NBA jams on Just Sega for the event. Gym. Yeah, I was like, you know, because you can get that stuff for so cheap now. Like, yeah. it, you know, they're like, you practically giving it away. Anyways, back to the Rockaways. Yeah. So what, like, let's talk about what type of uh, properties are out there. Because yeah. I, I always like to do an e- educational component to the uh, to the show. But so once you get into the neighborhood, if you drive or take the Brooklyn bus, which actually leaves via Williamsburg, mm-hmm. you can take like a cheese bus straight to the Rockaways to uh, Fort Tilden, Reese Park, which is really nice. Um, those houses, you're talking about. You're talking about, depending on lot sizes, if you want a private driveway, it's going to be at least a 40 by 100. So 40 feet wide, 100 feet back. Right? Sure. And that'll give, you, that'll give you a private driveway. So you have private parking. That'll give you a nice sized backyard and a home about 22 to 2,500 square feet. Okay. Right? Yeah. So if you do the numbers and you're looking at the neighborhood selling for like 400 bucks a foot, that's teetering around the million dollar mark. Right? So... Obviously, depending on condition. Um, that sounds great, man. I, yeah. I, I think that's that that sounds incredible. I mean, around here, 2,500 square feet. I mean, you do the math on that. If you're talking, you know, $1,500 a foot or even twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300, I mean, you're going up into the millions. Like, you're at least over a couple million dollars, I yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but the, the more, I mean, it goes up, obviously, and less contingent on location sure. and, you know, the block. But if you're closer to the beach, if you want beach views and everything like that, you're still, they're still trading at, like, 550 a foot. Like, you're still getting a beach town, beach home. Sure. And it's not a secondary home. These houses were built to last. So, it's really, I mean, you're getting really great deals over there. So, I was doing business over there and i think i got my first break when i broke the record for price per square foot over there um we sold something at i remember that yeah yeah, yeah that we broke 700 deal. square feet 700 bucks a foot which is over here it's nothing but yeah. there that was that, was, that huge. was yeah 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 so um that but i think i saw the neighborhood as at its best and its worst so i selling it it was very it wasn't selling properties it was selling homes and they were really important to me and you know i still do them occasionally now most of my stuff's in manhattan but really what our team does for the rockaways is what i was preaching to do for the rockaways forever which is bring the manhattan crowd there because they know about the hamptons and they hardly know about the rockaways and when they come they love it they don't want to leave are there are there um are there like condos are there townhomes are there rental buildings yeah yeah so in far rockaway where there's a, a building they just built done by Michael Stern at JDS. Really, really beautiful building. Um, and we're renting that out. That's 60 units. That's going to be on Beach 5th Street, which is closer to Long Island. 
Um, so re- rental project, rental was, development. Yeah, it's a rental development. Everything's gotcha. brand new, mint to the nines. Well, um, what, what kind of rent are we talking? So a three-bedroom is in the threes, so anywhere from 3200 to 3700 Oh, dude, that is ridiculously yeah. like uh, cheap compared to yeah. around here. Two bedrooms, you're talking about, you know, twenty five to twenty eight hundred, and then we have one one bedroom. Dude, I got a client for like you right 000. now. I got a guy that's willing to commute like an hour, and he wants to, uh, you know, he wants to have like a nicer Are place. You serious? Yeah, he wants like something that's newer. Yeah, because well, we have these clients sometimes that are coming in from out of town, and they just can't stomach the idea of like an old walk up building with like old appliances yeah. you know what i mean like before stainless steel no no was no a thing, no, you know? no and and that is bar none the nicest building in the rockaways because development is happening but it takes time you know there's yeah. a lag time between the demand and the actual the uh the actual stuff that's built that's around awesome. it yeah so the supply rather but uh for the price you're getting it's not a bad deal at all i mean really we're 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 looking at a lot of local people renting yeah. out the places but there are definitely some people that are spending the week in rockaway that are looking for a pied de terre they want to live on the beach, take the surfboard out, you know, because during the week they're in the city, you know, and sitting yeah. in the summer's fine and all, but there's a time when you want to be in the ocean, be in the water and relaxing. So yeah. this, this salt metal building's kind of marketed as take your shoes off, relax, come to the beach. Nice. Hang out for a little. Yeah, yeah. And I believe in it because I know the neighborhood, but it's, that's kind of in the, con- tr- in the context of working in Manhattan, yeah. and bringing the Manhattan people here. Uh, yeah. to the Rockaways. Then you so. just uh, didn't you just move? Uh, you don't live in the Rockaways now, but you just recently moved. Yeah, man, I moved to Ditmas Park. Yeah, so it's like Central Brooklyn. That's right. right. Prospect Park South, Park Slopes on the left of that. How you liking it so far? I love far? it. I think it's great. Overall, Ditmas Park's awesome. Cortelli Road, they got all those restaurants, great area. And yeah. because my team does so much stuff in downtown Manhattan. I take the Q train. It's twenty minutes to the city. So nice, it's perfect for me. So where do you where do you like you and your buddies go and hang out? Like, do you go into Manhattan or do you stay in Brooklyn? You watch like, Master of None. Uh, yeah, I do actually. I'm still, but I haven't finished the second season. It's phenomenal. Yeah, but I, I I say this because that's what we're trying to do. We try and like go out to dinner in like Soho or Greenwich Village, mm-hmm. and then we'll go out to a club or a bar somewhere near there. We love we, like me and Did my I, roommate. And every time I yeah, every time I watch that show, I'm like, oh, that's the William Vale. Oh, yeah. that's the spot on Grand yeah. Street. There I know, you go. Like, they, they do so much yeah. around here. Three New York City apartments mm. that you would love to live in. Ready, set, go. I'd like to live in this apartment so we can jam out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you got you to pick like three apartments where you can, you know, like the Midtown penthouse triplex that overlooks the park or the... I'm just uh, going to plug my buildings that we're selling right now. Okay, there you go. 196 Orchard. I would love to live in 196 Orchard. Yeah. That's done by Magnum Real Estate. Uh, I just, I love the area. What's has, like the, is there a, like a penthouse in that building or is yeah, there something that's yeah, for sale? It's like, that, it's like four and a half, $4.8 million, it's, but it's gorgeous. I mean, even the northern facing views, actually, especially the northern facing views are drop dead gorgeous, which is like rare. You don't usually have that in buildings in Manhattan, but over there, I mean, it's, but you know, if you like the Lower East Side, it's a premier building. And you know what's nice? They're building an Equinox. Oh, they're putting an Equinox on the first floor. We just got one actually. Oh, in the in the building. In the building, first wow, one incredible. there, first one in that area too. Ours is not in the building. Tell me how dope that is. I'm curious about you. Where would you live? Oh, okay. Anywhere? I would actually. I would think I would have to have a place here in Williamsburg, but really? I I think I would do like a big industrial loft, even with the with sh- city views, like with water and city views. I, I mean, just practically speaking, even with the L train shutting down, you'd still. 
Uh, yeah, because I, I can walk to my office from here, so I, I don't really rely on the L train that much. But yeah, see that's um, there you go. And if I need talking. if I need to get into the city, I guess I could just ferry it over. Yeah, Thirty Fourth Street. People don't. I mean, people outside of New York don't realize that a lot of commerce and business has moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, and a lot of that. So I mean, the people that I mean, obviously the L train affects everything. You've probably already seen it. You can talk about it yeah. more than I can because you do business here. But like, there's a lot of people that commute into Prospect Heights every day. Yeah. You know? So it's it's like there's a lot of business that goes all over Brooklyn. I'd probably I'd probably do like a townhome in one of the home. villages or something. You know, maybe West Village, like a town, like a really cool townhome, like West Charming Village, Street, a West Village townhome. Yeah. Maybe something like I that. I have a client that. Uh, He's looking at townhomes in the West Village. Oh, nice. $28 million. Oh, God. The I difference in price between a 25-foot-wide townhome and a 23-foot-wide townhome is millions of dollars. That's in- insane. Just the two extra feet. Yeah. Just just to have extra right. two feet changes the game completely. Yeah, and if you can tell, too. Yeah. Like, you can feel it when you're inside. I don't know. You just feel like whenever you're in a 25-foot-wide home, you can just tell, like, oh, this one is, like, it feels, it feels wide. Nice. Yeah. I got to tell you, though. I like standalone, not like totally detached houses, like Victorian homes in Ditmas right. Park. If you know Ditmas Park, you know what I'm talking about with like the turrets and everything yeah. like that. And you just have those big grand entrances, yeah. gorgeous houses because they're so wide. There's so much room for activities. Right. And it's just such a classic look. I lo- that's a house. That's a type of house. So you got to have a place like that too, where you can make noise because we're both musicians and we yeah. need to like, you know, not drive our neighbors insane. Yeah, playing third eye blind. By the way, we have a special surprise for you. Nick <laughs> Coppignoni brought his acoustic guitar, and you're gonna play something for us, aren't you? This old thing, I, I, I had could to try. talk you into it. I, uh, I, I'm a little rusty. Yeah, but no, this is gonna be a live performance for those of you that missed the talent show. Yeah. Now's your chance to hear Coppignoni. That's right. Yes, and, I am. Uh, what are you performing today? Uh, I'm gonna perform a song. By John Mayer, a song called Daughters. Very few people heard of it. It's an unreleased track. It's a very rare song, and I don't think you'll ever hear an acoustic cover of it. John Mayer, Daughters, no auto-tune, straightforward. Actually, I have auto-tune. You want me to pull it up? Hang on. Let let me. Yeah, me shut. Let me go ahead and stop talking. Nick Campagnone. John Mayer, Daughters. Good 
to your daughters Daughters will love like you do Girls become lovers but turn into mothers So mothers be good to your daughters That skin, it's the same she's been standing in since the day she saw him walking away. Now I left, cleaning up the mess he made. Oh, fathers, be good to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do Girls become lovers Who turn into mothers So mothers be good to your daughters too Boys, you can break You find out how much they can take Boys will be strong Boys soldier on Boys will be gone without a warmth from A woman's good, good heart On behalf of every man Looking out for every girl You are the God in the weight of the world On behalf of every man Looking out for every girl You are the God in the weight of the world So fathers be good to your daughters The daughters will love Papagioni on the much. guitar and the vocals, man. That was great. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Nick Campagnoni, why don't you uh, tell our listeners, your, give us your contact information for everybody that, w- that wants to move to the Rockaways, yeah. purchase in a new development in Manhattan, yeah. come see you perform live at the next talent show. Winning. Yeah, that's right. Winning show. the next talent Manual. show. All real estate needs. You can dial my cell phone number 917-664-1773. Or you can just add me on Instagram. It's usually what I do. What's your N- handle? Nick Comp. N-I-C-K-C-O-M-P. That's it for week six. We'll see you guys next week.